It was a school of magic rhymes It prophesied the mystic nights The true young heroes brave and bright Then the dark forces came Brought the people and this pain Now the children have no fear Come to know the mystic nights are here I am Jake And we're watching Mystic Nights It's here to know King's Bride episode 32 Um It was Strange It wasn't good No And there are 50 seconds of Mystic Nights in this <laughs> Well they had to get that interpersonal drama in Jake uh, uh, It's just you know there's how much just, we care about King Dad and his various relationships. There's just so much story that isn't good, and no fighting that isn't good, and I'd much rather watch fighting that isn't good. <laughs> but how would we get the love story for the ages? Uh, first of all, that lady is way too old to be a King's Bride in these times. <laughs> Start there. She should have died from the cholera. Yeah, she's at least 17. She's about 10 <laughs> years too old to be married to a king. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah. How far into it did you realize that it was Queen Maeve? Uh, like I, immediately? Or? I, well, I thought immediately it was, and then there was a minute where I was like, maybe it's not. And then I was like, no, don't be a fucking idiot. Of course it is. Yeah, when they cut to Castle Tamra and... Uh, Mav wasn't there yelling. I was like, oh, of course she is. Okay, cool. Well, there. I mean, obviously we'll get in all this, but when there's a little, that little troll spies on him and is like, hey, the king is with his bride. I was like, oh, maybe it's not her. Maybe this little guy is going to go tell Maeve and they're going to do this a different direction. But yeah. yeah, then Maeve wasn't there. And I was like, oh, all right. Only one other place. There's only two locations. So there's only one other place she could have been. Yeah, it was in Kells with the king. Yeah, she ain't hanging out with the dragon. I'm sure of that. <laughs> I guess we spoiled it, but. Uh, surprise, it was Maeve the whole time. Yeah, the end. Thanks for listening. Wait, can uh, we be done? <laughs> now we should probably go over some more. Oh, okay. It's kind of our thing. So the, the thing opens up, and Ivar is giving. Like, Rowan and Angus addressing down about patrolling? Yeah, he's being kind of a dick, like, in the last episode, so I guess that carried over. I guess so, but why is he telling them what to do? He's not th- He's not even from here. Yeah. He doesn't go here. He, well, he, I mean, he knows more about royal patrols than anyone in this group. I don't know that that's true. I mean... He's a, he's royalty of, a, of a Atlantis or wherever he's from. Right, but like the maybe the patrols and shit are done different here in Kells. That's true, and they're not. They don't ride seahorses to patrol here in Kells. <laughs> That's right. I will say that Rowan and Angus look super done with this whole thing. Well, I wouldn't you fucking be? Yes, if you signed on to like fight dragons and shit, and you get to use your magic fucking thirty seconds at a time, and I meant, not like, actually in character, doing. They looked, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. They signed on to 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 you know put on this magic armor and fight, and all they do is exactly what happens here: is nine to eleven guys run at them, they wave their weapons at them, and they run in an opposite direction, and that's what happens every time. And then for thirty seconds, they become magic, and then it's over. Yeah, so it sounds know boring as shit. Why they picked this spot, but it happens to be in a major thoroughfare, and there's yeah. some lady coming in a chariot. 
and I was like, I haven't seen those colors. I don't know who this lady is. It's a it's a fucking royal procession, but there's like a lady in a chariot and then two dudes walking behind her. Yeah. <laughs> like she's not very well guarded. No. And that is the fact that it's exploited by the like thirty Tamra troops that come running. Uh meanwhile, Ivar, Angus, and Rowan all kind of just stand and watch. Yeah, for way too long. Aren't you guys the heroes? Like, do some stuff. How about it? They eventually do, but it's long after everybody has run away. Yeah. And then, at that point, there's only four Tamra troops. And they each receive a good kicking. They don't (laughs) use their weapons. They each get one good kicking. And Tamra runs off, like they do. But then some lady comes wandering out of the out of the woods, and then everybody is suspiciously smitten with her immediately. Yeah. This, so this lady has bright red hair at this point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure her hair changes color halfway through this episode. I think that's also true. Okay. I just thought I wasn't paying enough attention or something. Maybe it was just... <laughs> she put on her castle hair is what happens. Oh, I thought maybe like the spell was wearing off or something. I don't know. It could have been. Um, but Ivar... He's trying to, trying to, I don't know, flirt, I guess. And he reminds her that her whole battalion of like four to two to four guys ran off. Let me escort you to wherever you're going. And as that's happening, the chariot pulls up behind him. Yeah. It's like, she can just ride that, man. Well, she can ride it, but she doesn't have an escort. Whatever. <laughs> how so many you, more? You don't understand how royal travelings work i guess not you only ever go Uh, places in your sedan (laughs) it's quick and efficient (laughs) uh so the lady gets in the chariot then they don't escort her they just run behind her like the fucking three stooges i guess because they're like arguing over who's going to escort her or something and then they're like they're like yeah what were you doing before? Because you were just sitting around. They were tired. They had walked around <laughs> the castle a few times or something. Yeah, but it's only the distance of a football field. Yeah. I used to do that at football f- games uh, every Friday when I was little. Because <laughs> you love football? No, but my mom enjoyed watching it. And, um, so I had to go with to the high school football games, and then I would have to find something interesting to do. So I'd walk around. <laughs> Look at your Pokemon cards. <laughs> I was never into Pokemon cards. Yeah, I think I think we were just we must have just been like just at the age to miss having all the cards. Yeah, we missed that boat. I did have several decks of magic cards. I Ugh. did not. But I don't I think it hit it must have hit your school different than it hit my junior high or grade school. Yeah, it was an eighth grade thing. I remember that very yeah. distinctly. I don't recall anyone in eighth grade having those. But anyway, the the three chuckle fucks bring in lady. What's her name? Yeah, uh, it's a, it's like Fiona, but it's not. It's like Fior Fiorja. Fior. I'm gonna stick with lady. What's her name? That works. Um, and uh, King Dad is immediately he's like he's fully bonered for her right away, right? I mean, the only other woman he has seen is the That's one true. trying to kill him and his daughter. So. <laughs> It's fair. fair. Uh, we don't even get glimpses of dead mom, right? No, I... No. There hasn't been a single flashback with Deirdre's mom. No, I don't think... Th- they made mention of her. Hmm. And then Ivar's like, this lady is your fucking wife's cousin. 
basically. <laughs> he pulls out a full scroll and reads off her accolades. And it's it's like, like the first couple pages of the Bible. <laughs> it's so strange. But I guess she's a distant relative. For a minute, I thought she was his cousin. And I was like, "Are no one's addressing this? And then I realized it's his wife's cousin. They're not him and his wife. Right. Weren't. I no. mean, his wife could have been his cousin at this point in history. Yeah, in this point in history. that They're keeping it in the family because that's what yeah. God wants or whatever. <laughs> you got to keep that bloodline pure. That's right. That's why every now and then uh, Deidre just falls down. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So she bows and no one else does. And King Dad's like, hey, don't kneel. It's fine. I'm a, Let's get married. He holds that in his head, but you can tell he's thinking it. Yeah. And then Deidre shows up and she's like, who the fuck's this bitch? Another lady. I hate her immediately. <laughs> um, I'm going to get Aideen. She knows about hating other ladies. <laughs> and I hate Aideen. <laughs> Maybe I could get some of that poison she tried to kill me with. <laughs> Which time? Uh, the rock poison? Uh, or when she turned me into a monster. <laughs> <laughs> one of those ought to do it. Which one is the one where she shrank me? <laughs> I think that was just... Uh, Tiny King, who decided to do that. Oh, yeah, so he could rape. Right. Because he's a fucking sex pest. That's right. Oh, this show. This, God damn it. So, this is not a show about people who turn into Mystic Knights anymore. At all. Nope. Maybe when Garrett comes back. <sighs> I never thought I'd wish for that. So Deirdre's gonna show her to some quarters where she could sleep one off or whatever. But then Ivor's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it." And then Angus also says that. But then King Dad says, "No, nah, I got it." Yeah, yeah. And Deirdre voices her opinion on how she doesn't trust the only other woman in the country. I mean, we find out rightfully so. Yeah, but right now it's not really justified. She just saw a lady take some attention from her daddy. <laughs> I guess that's true. So there's the a time jump, and it's two, Pre- three days later? Presumably. It's not clear. It really seems like they just left the room. Yeah, she's wearing a different thing. Is she? A little. And King Dad does say it's only been a couple of days. Oh, which he does again, say that? Okay. Made me even more suspicious that there's some sort of magical shenanigans happening, because, yeah, this is real fast, and he's already talking like, uh, the sky dropped you from heaven or whatever well to be and he fair hands her a bouquet of ragweed they're all minutes away from getting fucking diphtheria or scarlet <laughs> fever or something and dying so you gotta move fast <laughs> i guess that's true also dragons yeah there's actual magical monsters to worry about also <laughs> it's true at any given moment an ogre could just kick in the door and just flatten everybody with a boulder <laughs> What a time to be alive. <laughs> Back in vampire times. Uh, so King Dad gives her the bouquet of ragweed and he gives or she gives him a, a scarf. And Deirdre watches angrily from an alcove. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. I guess, I mean, this is very suspicious. So she consults with uh, the druid and he's like, no, I think it's fine. And... Like, everybody's, it seems like everybody's gaslighting Deirdre, because they're, they're all, every boy is in agreement that she's fine, which seems like it's some sort of spell. 
But well, also, she's the, the only other woman. It's just so the we spell can't get of another a, perspective. It's just the spell of a, uh, uh, a fine lady. Of a, of a sexy vintage lady. Yeah, a vixen. But, yeah, but Kahad <laughs> pretty clearly says, yeah, I think you're just being jealous. You're mad that your daddy's looking at some other lady. Yeah. And then he realizes he's out of blackberries or whatever and fucks off. <laughs> he has a pie to make. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't enter this pie in this contest, <laughs> I'll lose I'll lose my uh, winning streak. <laughs> and they'll take away my wizard powers. Whoever wins this bake-off gets my wizard powers. That's how you, that's how you held on to your wizard powers in the old-timey days, is by winning bake-offs. <laughs> the wizard bake-off will commence. That's what the Triwizard Tournament is. <laughs> it's a cake cookie pie competition. Yeah, that's why he's constantly adding in wormwood, so everybody has acid trips, as it were. <laughs> Making it seem as though he has magic powers. Oh, all of this is just a weird fever dream? Pretty much. It's more of a trip than a dream, but yeah. That's really what this podcast has felt like for the past 32 weeks. <laughs> It didn't start off this bad, I don't think. I it used to not. enjoy this show. It's uh, at some point after uh, Garrett left, the just the the drudgery started where nothing happens. Yeah, and they stopped doing like fights. Yeah, <laughs> they just started telling romance novels poorly. <laughs> so King Dad and Lady What's Her Face are having dinner in the. Uh... In the throne room? In the big room? I yeah, is this the throne room? I think so, because there's the, the stairwell up to the wizard keep in the background. Oh, okay. They just have the one set, so they just have to redress it. Yeah, and out of nowhere, King Dad stands up as everybody walks in. He's like, yeah, I just asked this bitch to marry me. <laughs> he sure does. And everybody else is like, yeah, great. And Deirdre's like, it's been like three days. Maybe hold the, hold off on this, Dad. None of us have even changed our clothes. <laughs> Well, that's kind has. of that's yeah, it's par for the course. Yeah. Um but I keep I kept getting like reminded of that issue of Avengers where they impregnate uh Carol Danvers and everybody's just cool with it even though she's like she goes through the full term in two or three days and then she marries her own son. Everybody's just cool with it. That's what this felt like to me. I don't I don't I'm not familiar with that issue, but that sounds like something that would happen. Is this the 80s? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a weird time. It surely was. Weird coked out time. Yeah, what had happened was a guy <laughs> named Marcus had impregnated her with himself and then abducted her. Uh-huh. For sex stuff, I guess. <laughs> Even though she's her his mom, but isn't cuz he how could he have existed to you know Oh man, I hate comics. Com- I hate comics. Um but but yeah, so uh, Lady What's Her Face says, "Yeah, I'm I'm a beer Marmalade. queen and mom." I believe her name is Lady Marmalade. <laughs> of course it is. How could I have forgotten? There's a whole song about it. I don't know. <laughs> so all the boys tell Deirdre to shut up and be nice. <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> Deirdre's pissed off because everybody's not listening to her or hearing her concerns. About Lady Marmalade. <laughs> um, meanwhile, <laughs> King Dad and Lady Marmalade meet out in the woods somewhere. Where you would, naturally you would meet someone if you were the fucking king with his own fucking castle. They live. 
left with each other. Why aren't there guards? And one of the hunchbacks is in and a knot why hole do in they, a tree. Why are they seemingly coming together? Like, unless she was taking a shit. <laughs> and he was waiting for her. There's no out. There's nowhere to shit in the in the in the castle. <laughs> so she had to go to the woods, and she right. went off into the underbrush. <laughs> did her business. There, there's a big there's a big tree in the shot that's blossoming the outhouse. <laughs> the royal shitter, as they call it back then. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, he's just waiting for her to finish her bizzo. Yeah, he's he's being polite. Only the wizard can shit on the floor and vanish it. <laughs> oh, you know what? He needed the blackberries to make more shit be gunpowder. <laughs> oh. So yeah. nobody nobody can shit on the floor until he comes back with the berries. So he had, so everyone has to use the outhouse. That's right, the royal shitter. <laughs> so the the fight the the hunchback disappears and reappears in front of Torque and Miter, and relays that the king dad is all boned up for this lady. Yeah, all boned up in the woods like a teenager yeah. looking for used up pornos. Is that a thing? I've heard tell of stories, and I've... How is that a thing? <laughs> uh, well, so in, in Bondfield... <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, is this going to give me a, a glimpse into your dark childhood? <laughs> no, I wasn't really a part of this. I just... Uh, I think... So, in, you know where the quarry is? Yes. Um, there's, like, a little trail back there, and there's a part where the trail winds around it uh, where there's just sort of, like... A thicket of trees and if you went in the middle of that there was like a little clearing that clearly teenagers had hung out in mm-hmm. this was when i was like probably like nine or ten like i was still young and d- didn't care about porno magazines <laughs> but you uh if you would go in there sometimes you would find like pages and stuff from like weird porno magazines and it'd be like this is weird we're gonna get out of here <laughs> uh, so it wasn't really a thing i did um but uh but it's definitely a thing that like I found remnants of, and I've heard I've heard you know tale of that qu- kind of thing also. Yeah, I mean, if you see a page in German, you know for sure to get the hell out of there. <laughs> oh, this is where they're meeting. Well, I'm, I meant like German pornography is scary. Oh, that's, I thought that's you the meant... joke I was going with, not with like Nazi <laughs> stuff. No, I thought this is a Nazi a secret Nazi location. I stumbled upon their HQ. No, I mean that could be. It is Bonfield. Bonfield. <laughs> uh, anywho. <laughs> uh, my we're, only, torque. we're only six minutes into this episode. <laughs> There's so much left, and yet nothing. <laughs> so, uh, using this information, Miter makes a, a magic boar. I think Miter and Torque are just happy to hang out without Mav around. <laughs> yeah, she is very suspiciously absent from this exchange. Yeah. And Torque tells the boar to go kill the king. Like you do. Right. Deirdre's still spying on the king and, and Lady Marmalade. Uh, there's no, like, actual guards around. He doesn't have a contingent. And as far as I can tell, there's no walls or anything protecting them in any way. Well, Sky, we find out it's fine. He has a sword. He can protect himself. It's true, but he's not wearing his war hat. <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you keep blood out of your hair if you're not wearing your war hat? That's right. So the boar walks past Rowan and Deirdre, and, <laughs> and he does a thing where he kind of just sweeps her up like he's Arrow Flynn in a protective pose. She's also a mystic knight, Rowan, and yeah. also the boar walked past you. It's fine. And she has a range weapon. She's probably <laughs> she's probably better off than you are. Yeah. She was not in danger. 
But the boar comes walking towards King Dad, and he just slaps it with his sword, and it explodes. It doesn't even run at him. It, like, sort of trots. It's very casual in its its approach. And he fucking slaps that thing. And and it explodes into nothingness. Into being a bright, shiny rainbow of nothingness. It's a cool, it's a cool, like, little explosion. It's not bad. Lady Marmalade's also very much impressed. She says that She's he has the best strange. sword in all of the nation, which is not great to say. She said, if underpants had been invented at this point, I would have soaked mine. <laughs> it was just, it's just the four layers of petticoats I have on underneath this dress. Yeah. Burlap does not absorb soaking like cotton underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, but Ro- Rowan and Deirdre come running over. And they're like, hey, you killed that spectral boar pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, they knew exactly what it was. Well, that's a phantom boar. That's, uh, you can tell by its glow. It looked like Slimer. <laughs> yeah. And this prompts King Dad to say, let's get married today. Fuck it all. Yeah. Well, the boar's an auspicious sign. <laughs> we, we don't have much longer. <laughs> One of us is definitely getting killed by the end of this episode. <laughs> Cholera will set in soon. Or at least E. coli. I just sprayed us with (laughs) phantom E. coli. (laughs) So King Dad and Lady Marmalade walk off and Rowan's like, you know, a mystic knight wouldn't have been able to stab that boar half as good. It's like, yeah, he didn't do anything you couldn't have done. A mystic knight couldn't do it because the mystic knights fucking suck. (laughs) That's true. And also only one of you has a sword. But like. Well, sometimes they all have swords. (laughs) Just that's not true. magic ones. I guess that's true. But if all you needed was a regular sword, you wouldn't need a mystic knight, which is what they didn't need just then. Yeah. Rowan wouldn't have done a good job because he would have just tried slashing it instead of slapping it with the broad end. <laughs> that's fair. A warning slap with a sword. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good uh, it's good form to give a warning slap. Yeah. But Deirdre's very suspicious because how could he defeat a phantom beast without a sword, without a mystic weapon? And they confer with Kahad, who agrees, yeah, that, that shit's fucked. That shouldn't have worked. But I got a wedding to get ready for, bitches. I got to get my hair did. I got to get my weird uh, hood that I'm going to wear in a little bit. <laughs> got to get it dry clean. That's right. That means just throwing sand at it until it's all <laughs> in one dry. uniform color. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening in this scene. I was hoping you would remember. <laughs> well, they're still discussing, and... Deirdre says that Lady Marmalade is too perfect. It's like she's had like six lines and hasn't done anything but follow around the king. So I don't yeah. know where that's coming from. She was other perfect. than it being some sort of like beguiling trance thing. If she was perfect, she wouldn't have almost gotten killed by the the uh the bad guys at the beginning. Well, I think as she walked out, she said she was a warrior and then did nothing to demonstrate that fact. That's true. She's a warrior queen, princess. And then Aideen, or uh, Deirdre calls for Aideen and tells her to go spy at yeah. uh, Castle Tamra. Aideen flies right out of Rowan's butt and is like, you rang? <laughs> I was busy enjoying <laughs> my day. This is my smelling hour. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so Aideen <laughs> leaves to go observe whatever's happening at Castle Tamra, and we cut to the courtyard where Rowan is watching Angus and... Uh, uh, Ivar, Ivar, thank you. Have a duel, a, f- a friendly duel. With but they're tied together. I don't know if they're tied together. They seem to have like a branch strapped to them. 
They got a yeah, strap-on I, fight going. I mean, it's it's not like a, a tied together like with a rope. They're like each tied to this piece of wood. Right, so they can't retreat. And it's not like a normal knife fight where you tie your hands together and then stab. It's uh, they each got a buckler and a sword. Yeah. And they're just kind of dancing around each other until uh, Angus bests Ivar in a sword fight. Looks like the student has become the master. But then Ivar's like, well, not... Not if it's the bonus round, and then he starts saying that you need to talk good also. Yeah, so he... Oh, yeah, because they're trying to impress Lady Marmalade, and so Yeah, he's, they're trying to win the queen's favor. She's not the queen yet. You don't have to worry about it. And and so Angus is telling this poem, and then he forgets it, and then is he looking at his underpants? What is he yep. doing? Uh, he might look into his belt, maybe. He, that's where he has it tattooed on his ass, so he's <laughs> reading it. Yeah, it's roses are red, violets are blue, um, something is pretty but not as pretty as you is basically it it's it's bad it's like and ivar yells at him for cheating and he's like i I wrote it i didn't have to memorize it yeah so then ivar says some things also and it's just as dumb are they trying to fuck the king's new wife it looks like it that's why i kept thinking it was a stupid spell because you wouldn't be that blatant about trying to steal the queen's girl or the king's girl the king's best gal. She's the bee's knees, <laughs> I guess. She certainly is. For some reason. And she chooses not to pick a thing, and she tells Angus that he's the best sword, even though that was Ivar's thing. Uh, and also, it's Rowan's thing. <laughs> and then she tells Ro- or Ivar that he's the best at talking, even though that is Angus's thing. It's all backwards and upside down. Cats are marrying dogs. Nothing makes sense. It's uh, Yeah, I don't like it. But, uh, but sh- yeah, Lady Marmalade's like, I didn't make a decision yet. And I, there's a moment later that I thought that she was going to say, I, I choose Deirdre as my knight, which would have been yeah, sweet. I thought that's what was going to happen, too, at one point. But that doesn't come. But uh, Lady Marmalade walks past Deirdre and says, I hope you, we have your blessing. And Deirdre basically says, um, I'm more concerned about my dad. I don't give a shit about you. And Lady Marmalade's like, whatever. <laughs> Continues on her way. <laughs> She's like, I'm still going to marry him. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to fuck your dad. I'm going to do it in front of you. As was the custom at the time. <laughs> it's part of the ceremony. King Dad's like, hey, Deirdre, you're being a real bitch. Come with me to the throne room. <laughs> you're being a real cock block, D. Your mom's been dead for a real long time. Last like time two I months. last time I tried to bet a woman, she got mad, and now she's trying to fight us. Yeah. The last time I bet a woman, you were born afterwards, so it's been a minute. <laughs> you're you're what fifteen? <laughs> the actress is probably in her thirties. Yeah, or or, or mid twenty, mid to late twenties at the earliest. She's forty eight years old. Maybe. So, uh, King Dad tells Deirdre, "Look, you're gonna have to learn to be cool with this." And Deirdre's like, you seem like you're under a spell a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, we've definitely spent the last 30-some episodes just be constantly being tricked. You don't you don't think this could be a trick, do you? Remember the last time she popped in and, like, poisoned you with stuff? And that other time where she could have murdered us all? I, I, and they're like, how magic exists? Maybe yeah. this is a thing. Just every fucking week, it's something different. <laughs> and King Dad just says... Why don't you just be happy for me? He's like, hey, you seen the you seen the hunkers on this lady? I'm I'm gonna go for it. 
I'm going to take off those 17 layers and just go to town. <laughs> There's nothing sexier than a lady and only two layers of burlap. <laughs> Eventually, Deirdre says, all right, I guess I'll I'm going to not like object during the wedding, but know that I hate her and I hate you and she'll <laughs> never be my real mom. And it then they been, hug it out. It would have been so easy just to wait. And, like, not say anything and just murder this lady in the middle of the night for Deidre. Yeah. <laughs> or just disappear her. Or, yeah. like, put the crossbow in her mouth and explode her body. Be like, God, uh, give me a give me a, a thing that turns a lady into a slug or something. Yeah. Where's that shrinking powder you got? I'm going to do a shrink, and then I'm going to put her on the crossbow, and I'm going to shoot her into the ocean. <laughs> I'm going to Ant-Man her to death. <laughs> So we cut back to Castle Tamra, where Torque is talking to some guy. Some guy we know and love. We've seen him before, but it's been Have a we? minute. He's got a similar hat to Torque. Yeah. And they're discussing battle plans. And again, I was like, hmm, Mavshur is suspiciously not in this <laughs> yeah. scene. I was like, oh, maybe these guys learned their lesson and got rid of the lady who keeps <laughs> fucking them up. Maybe. But without her, they have no motivation to do this. Yeah. And they got a, a big... Like, Sorry, go ahead. Sh- they've got a big chessboard out with pieces, and they're discussing battle tactics. Yeah, does that ever work? Like, is that a thing people ever do or did? Obviously, I mean, you don't do it anymore. For planning out your battles and like staking, like pointing out who's where is probably still a thing that happens, but probably not with miniatures. I guess so. Uh, but Torque, it looks as though. <laughs> It looked as though there was an awkward encounter, and he's trying to get out of it because he makes the guy focus on the, yeah, <laughs> on the board. It's like, and look then, here. And he turns and runs away, as though like he's making a getaway. But no, he just went and found a, a woven basket and uh, throws it over Aideen. I I mean, when I first saw Aideen was floating around in there, I was like, of course they don't fucking see her. Like, but then they did, so I was a little surprised by that. It was unexpected, to say the least. What's more unexpected is that Aideen can't just set that basket on fire or yeah. teleport or whatever. Instead, she sits in that basket screaming. <laughs> she sure does. And then Torque decides, I'm just going to turn her into fairy jam. And he picks up like a bat. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a, a full-blown <laughs> aluminum baseball bat. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to smash her to death. And which finally, is, I mean, somebody's doing something. I was going to say, which is not wrong. He sh- this is exactly what he should do. Yeah, it's exactly what the knights should do with their spies also. this is I mean, this is not the best way to kill a fairy, I think, because she's going to be fast and small. He should, like, throw a big rock on top of that so it squishes the whole basket and Aideen. That's true. Like, or- I, okay, Maeve is going to be mad you ruined her good basket, but you killed that <laughs> little fairy. <laughs> you can just nail her to the wall. It'll be fine. Aideen lies immediately and says, I got a magic potion that'll turn you into a mystic knight. And like a fucking idiot, he believes her. There's no reason at all for him to believe her. Why didn't he he just call Miter? He full-blown knows how you become a mystic knight, and it's not a goddamn potion. But he falls for it, and Aideen is able to get out. They ran out of script, so this goes on for some time. What, him looking for her? Yeah. Yeah. Because she gets out of the basket with a cackle that's awful, and there's just a lot of cat and mouse as she flits about, and he tries to tackle her back to the ground. Almost sets his beard on fire with a candle. <laughs> it's really bad and dumb. 
Yeah, this does go on for a long time. I must have looked away at this point. I don't remember oh. this being so painfully long. <laughs> There's no reason to watch it all again. I was like, I get the point. <laughs> and I went yeah. and made a steak, and I came back, and it was still happening. Yeah, 18 also yells some taunting rhymes at him. None of them are very interesting. It's full on Home Alone, except not funny at all. Because <laughs> yeah. he keeps falling off of stuff. Like, he fell off an easel just now. Wait, yeah. You know, it's hard. And then Torque tells the other guy to never trust a fairy. So why would you have done that in the first place? Yeah. You were going to crush her to death. Of course she told you a lie. What? You should only should only trust the humpback ones. That's your deal. Right. Very prejudice. They are under your employ. So he yells, we're moving out, and we cut over to uh, Castle Kells where it's wedding day. Everybody's wearing the exact same... But with a th- slightly higher thread count, so it's their classy duds. <laughs> yeah, they washed them. <laughs> and everybody's mad. Because. Cause, yeah, because they're not like the. The lady's first night. First night, yeah, that's it. I was like, there's a name for it. I was going to say man at arms, but I think that's a He Man thing. Yeah. I mean, that is also a title, but it's I also know. a He Man thing. Um, and then one of the Kells guys is like, give us your weapons. The queen said no weapons during the ceremony. And they're all like, every time that happens, something stupid happens. So we're not going to do that. Yeah. But then he says it's tradition. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they remember every time their fucking weapons get taken away, it's real easy to get them back anyway. So I guess that's true. Deirdre doesn't like that she had to give up her crossbow because she was planning to kill that bitch. <laughs> uh, I was going to hide it in fine. my. I was going to hide it in her first piece of cake and explode her. <laughs> So the the things are locked in a regular ass trunk, and only the queen gets to hold the key, which is very suspicious. Yeah, which is presented to her as she comes in, as if it's part of the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have rings back then. They didn't have the technology. And now, Queen or Lady Marmalade's hair is a darker color. Yeah, it's a, it's just a it's brown. It's dark brown. Yeah, and uh, Kahad's wearing his purple hat and yellow robe. Yeah, well, I mean, and his purple hat is, like, too small, I think, or something. <laughs> it feels it's, that way. It looks silly. He begins, and he asks uh, Lady Marmalade if she takes him to be her husband. And she's like, yeah, of course I do. I arranged this whole thing. Yeah, this is my plan. And, and I mean, King Dad, how about you? And at that exact moment, Adine comes in and is like, oh, we're under attack. Actually, she whispers it to Deirdre, which is dumb. You should have come in screaming it. Yeah, and then Deidre yells it. <laughs> Yeah. So King Dad, to his credit, is like, ah, bummer. Okay, well, let's go defend the castle. Which at that point is like, oh, he's not under a spell. He was able to realize priorities. He's just been suspicious just been, this whole time. He's just been incredibly horny. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Lady Marmalade is like, uh, no, the wedding has to be has to finish before you can go do this thing. Yeah, and then. Uh... Was a king dad is like, see, you, uh, Kahide, use your second sight to see what her her, the, her true heart is. If her truly in her heart, she cares about Kells. That's yeah. it. Last time he just used that to look in a box, but this time he does it <laughs> and he reveals that this lady is Queen Mav all along. Yeah, and like he he breathes some blue smoke at her, and her the the mirage is broken, and everybody's like, oh no, it's Mave, and. 
It's like, how did you not see it? <laughs> Even Deidre, who was suspicious, didn't figure it out. Yeah, and she's holding her havoc staff. How did it? How did? It was part of the ruse. And then they get the key back. How do they get the key back so fast? They don't. Angus goes and picks it. Oh, okay. Because uh, Deirdre's like, Angus, you go pick the lock. I'm going to keep Lady Marmalade distracted. I thought he had the key, and I thought I missed something, but I guess I no. missed the pick the lock. Well, what I had heard was uh, Angus go go pick uh, her pocket, but I'll, I'll keep her distracted. I was like, that's going to be very obvious, but she was actually yeah. saying, go pick the lock. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, also, it's just a wooden box. You could just throw it down the stairs and <laughs> yeah. Just break right open. It really looks like if you kicked it hard enough, it would <laughs> snap right open. Yeah. Uh, Maeve, every, all the Mystic Knights are in the front row, of course they are. And Angus dips out to the back, and Queen Mav isn't like, hey, where's that one going? The one that steals things? The one that's a thief? The one that has thieves' tools? Where's he going? <laughs> Should probably just start blasting all of these weaponless people with my staff here. Yeah, but let's talk some more. And kill the Deirdre. wizard, then kill Ivar then kill the king, then kill Rowan. Like, it's not hard. Just do it all at once. Make him go to sleep. And then just walk around stepping on necks. <sighs> you like, have so much power. Even God's not doing anything either. It's like, dude, you're the only one who is in attacking range and ability at the moment. If nothing else, just slap her. <laughs> <laughs> but Deirdre and Mav have a little back and forth, and she's like... I want my land back so bad. I was gonna marry and fuck your dad. And she, she keep. She said again, "It's my birthright." Are we gonna find out what any of that means? Probably not. <sighs> Angus gets it open. He tosses Row in the sword, and I guess that's it. That everybody's good. Cause she fucks right off after that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Uh, well, I already have my shitty army coming for you." So she, she disappears out. And everybody goes to fight the oncoming army, which consists of, like, I don't know, five guys? Yeah. <laughs> and the only people who actually show up to fight them are the Mystic Knights? Seems like. Well, I guess that's all you need. It works, so... Remember when they could fight, like, 30 guys at a time? Yeah. Those were good days. Then they so... finally put their armor on 19 minutes into this 20-minute show. Yep. They Mystic Morph, and there's, I don't know, conservatively... 30-ish of them, which I've seen Deirdre take on by herself before. Yeah, And I mean, everybody shoots except for Angus, who stands there. He doesn't use his weapon at all. I was uh, going to say, it, we've seen uh, them take on that many by themselves, but they don't struggle at all. Like, sometimes they do. Yeah. So that's it. Everybody, all the bad guys run away. Angus successfully had nothing to do with the fight. Yep, and we, we watched the 50 seconds of Mystic Knights in this episode. That long? Uh, yep, at 19.05, they start morphing, and then they're done by 1953. <laughs> Neat. So, we cut to later that day? I think so. Uh, King Dad is looking pensively into a fire, and uh, Deirdre comes over to say, Don't even worry about that bitch. She sucks. She sucks like, super bad. And he was like, but Deidre, I was so close to getting my rocks off. <laughs> the problem was she didn't suck, Deirdre. She didn't <laughs> suck at all. We never got the chance. You guys were always around singing poetry or being suspicious. <laughs> and she said, no. I slept in. I really, I should have sus- 
probably suspected something. She just kind of hid inside of a of a, of a crystal on top of her staff. Now that I think <laughs> about it, that should have tipped me off. But <laughs> but you're right. Maybe I'll find another lady. That's not you in the in the kingdom somewhere. I think there was an old hag in an earlier episode. Perhaps I could find her. <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's <laughs> King Dead and Deirdre have a little bit of art art. And Deirdre's just like, yeah, maybe make sure that the next lady you meet's an actual person and not, <laughs> not, a, a, not a projection. Yeah, not a, a facade. Or or a witch. I don't know, there's still 20 more episodes. There, he's probably bound to marry a ghost at some point. <laughs> probably. Jake, huh? what was the most turtlerific part? Whew, what was the most turtlerific part, Sky? Uh, um... Probably when you call it, when we called that lady Lady Marmalade. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's my favorite part. I laughed real hard. <laughs> uh, I think the most terrific part was Torque having the right idea about just smashing the fairy and not worrying about it. But yeah, then, but then he, he got fooled. To, yeah, right? he forgot to do it right. But they're starting to learn, so that's something. They're getting there. Who was the most likable or effective character? I mean, I suppose Maeve was pretty effective. She fooled them for a while. That's true. She didn't even have to try that hard. Everybody was super willing to believe this. They sure were. Which, again, super duper suspicious. Why? <sighs> I really wish that they're like, oh, I had you under a spell this whole time. But that never yeah, comes up. I don't know why they're not suspicious of freaking everything. Anyone you haven't seen before is probably not real and a trick. And even if... Anyone does anything slightly out of character, you should be suspicious. <laughs> if I'm gonna fucking, stab you until I find out if you're real or not. If Angus sneezes wrong, you should just kill him. <laughs> well, I mean, Angus was pretty good in that he pretty nimbly worked his magic on a on a lock. He got yeah. the weapons back. He has the most useful skills. <laughs> yep. Not like Ivar, who's <laughs> I don't know, a douchebag now. I guess so. He's he's too cool. He he turned real broy. You failed, man. You should still be pretty humble. <laughs> <sighs> so Jake, yes. Sky. What did you do for a pop culture palate cleanse? Well, let me tell you. As you know, um, I had a forced vacation, uh, so I've had nothing but time. <laughs> yeah. What did what did you call it? My mandatory vacation. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, mandatory vacation's been fun. Um, Sounds great because you're still getting paid. Yeah. If I were to take a vacation, I would not. Yeah, it, uh, it's been pretty cool. Um, Katie and I are still trucking through Bob's Burgers, but we're almost to the end of that, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I started a little show called um, Kim's Convenience. It's on Netflix. It's a Canadian television show about a Korean family that owns a convenience store. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, just a nice little uh, charming show. Um. I watched some episodes of Power Rangers, uh, you know, some, I guess, key episodes, which mostly revolve around the Green Ranger. That's where all the exciting things happen. Um, <laughs> I was you very watch ex- Power Rangers RPM. Everybody well, loves that one. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll get there if I get a second Force vacation. Um, I think, the well, the last big thing I watched was the one where uh, they trap everyone in Angel Grove in like a little bottle or something because it's doomsday. Power Ranger Day. Yeah. I feel like it's Doomsday. Yeah, it is Doomsday. It's that two-parter. And maybe the last one I watched was the second Pudgy Pig one that's made up of just 
footage from other episodes and they reuse that pudgy pig costume. <laughs> it's a great costume. It is. And I'm glad they brought him back. That's why I watched that one. It wasn't an important episode, but I like that pig. <laughs> Uh, but I think the next I think the next stop is probably when they switch their Zords. I Which think. time? The first the first time, the first time they get uh, Thunder Zords. Man, and, when and they s- when they um get rid of the th- 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 the Thunder Zords, it is horrific. Is that where uh, Rito shows up? I believe so. Rito yeah. and Volto. Yeah. Um, because. They are straight up destroyed. Like, yeah, I, it I is, remember it they being are graphically blown up. And, like, I remember it being harrowing. Yeah, at the time. So yeah, I, I'm gonna check those out uh, in the future. Here, um, what else did I do? I read the uh, Star Wars comic uh, Darth Maul: Son of Dathomir, which mm-hmm. is uh, based on some Clone Wars episodes that didn't get made. And we find out what Darth Maul was up to when we last saw him in season five. And then he shows up in this uh, last season that is happening right now. So there's a little in between where he he gets to hang out and do some stuff with uh, Sidious and Dooku and, and Grievous and Mother Talzin and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final arc of Clone Wars started on Friday, which is the Siege of Mandalore, which was really good. You should watch that, even if you don't watch the rest of it. It's okay. uh it's all Ahsoka. Sweet. And we'll probably be all Ahsoka for the next three episodes. Fantastic. So it's it's pretty good. Uh the internet really loved it. I uh also really liked it, but not as much as the internet. But I feel like I'm not as invested in Clone Wars as the internet. <laughs> um I saw that thing you put up about a, a petition to put Clone Wars quote unquote back on the big screen. Clone Wars is never on the big screen. Yeah, it was. The, the first, movie. Yeah, the movie. Uh, which was originally just like three or four episodes, and George Lucas was like, string those bitches together, let's put it in the theater. Mm, okay. uh, everyone wants these last four episodes to be strung together and shown in a theater, which I would go see, but that is not what petitions are for. People love just making petitions, yeah. and it's infuriating. Uh, especially how none of, because of this, none of them mean anything. Exactly. Like, when something real is happening, no one pay, gives it any mind because... Uh, it it just doesn't have the same weight when you signed a petition for a fucking cartoon to be on a theater <laughs> screen as when you're like trying to free some political prisoner or something. Yeah, or trying to get social health care. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. Okay. I did other things. Sky. What else did I do? Um. We watched the new Aladdin last night. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I I, I didn't hate it. I liked it. It's it's fun. Um. It's I can't focused on the genie. I, I can't see Will Smith as anyone but Will Smith anymore, so it's a little <laughs> distracting. But everyone else is good in that. And, I mean, he's good, too. He's just Will Smith if Will Smith was a genie. Yeah. Did you know that uh, the woman who played um, Jasmine you... is the Pink Ranger in the Power Rangers movie? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. She's the Pink Ranger. Uh, the reason I started watching Power Rangers was because I was looking to see if that Power Rangers movie was streaming anywhere, and it is not, so I just started watching episodes of it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, also, I watched uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Those are good. Um, next week, I will tell you I watched the other two, but I haven't gotten there yet. But uh, those are really good movies that I... Had not seen in a really long time, so it's nice to have the time to to rewatch them and just sit and enjoy them over lunch. Mm-hmm. 
Temple of the Doom. The Indiana Jones I've seen all the way through is the curious case of the crystal cranium. Yeah, uh, that one canonically is the worst one, but um, I remember. Temple of Doom is bonkers. It's really fun. <laughs> In the first ten minutes. Like, I had to stop it in Tex Furby, and I was like, these are all the things that have already happened, and Dan Aykroyd showed up. (laughs) (laughs) Did not expect. (laughs) Did he have a whole bunch of stuff about ghosts to say? No, he just was like, here, get on this plane, Indy. And that was all he had to do. That's good. Have you seen the video where he talks about Crystal Head Vodka? No. It takes him five minutes to talk about vodka, because he's (laughs) busy telling about uh, the Crystal Heads and the paranormal. Yeah, I think he uh, kind of lost it when he got old, too. I don't know that he had it. Well, yeah, that's true. Everything was cocaine-fueled in the 80s when he was at his high, <laughs> at his peak. Um, let's see, I watched Indiana Jones, I watched Aladdin. I th- Oh, and I started reading Dune because uh, all those pictures from the movie set came out, and I uh, people started talking about Dune, and I was like, I should probably read this before this movie comes out. So I'm reading Dune. And uh, it is um, it is wordy, but not with words, <laughs> but not with words you know. <laughs> just I've I've noticed it's getting fast, but those first two chapters, it's just so many words that are just made up. And now I've like learned at least what some of those words are. That's good. So it's it's getting easier to read. But for a minute, I was like, "The fuck is this?" The internet next to nothing about it. So. The internet described Dune as uh, Star Wars if Star Wars didn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, that sounds good. Let's try that." Um, I think that's most of the things, at least that pertain to this, that I did. Did a bunch of painting and work around the house, but that's not as fun for the uh, the old podcast. <laughs> How about you, Sky? You didn't have a mandatory vacation, so I did not. Um, well, I watched a movie called Turbo Kid, which is a movie made in 2015, set in 1997, uh, <laughs> shot and like in the style of the, as if it were an eighties movie. Um, it's about, it's a wasteland post-apocalypse kind of thing with robots and, and nonsense. And it's about a kid who, uh, is just trying to make it in the wasteland and he found comic books about uh uh this superhero who apparently in universe really existed named turbo rider uh and eventually he finds uh the turbo riders like suit so he's got like a, a, a power glove space gun on his arm and he it is extremely effective in murdering uh, <laughs> that's it, what you want it's not so much uh, like a, a blaster like in Star Wars as much as it is like uh, he shoots something that will liquefy bodies and there will just be like blood <laughs> falling to the ground. Um, it's ridiculous and I really enjoyed it. I think maybe we should do it for this show. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of long and pretty dumb. I mean, I mean, that's what a lot of what we do is. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said we should do it here. Um, also, um, the Morphin Grid, our buddies at the Morphin Grid, Mm -hmm. um, they finally got to Ninja Storm Power Rangers, uh, which is one of my favorite seasons, so I'm pretty excited to listen to them talk about it. Uh, my favorite series, or season of Power Rangers of all time is definitely Time Force, but, like, Ninja Storm's pretty fun, because it's got a guy who does dirt bikes, there's a skateboard guy, and then there's a surfer girl. 
And they're are all there, doofuses. It's great. Are there zords those things? No. It's a dolphin, a lion, and a bird. Uh, it's a three-person team at first. Ah. The lion is like 70% of the megasword. <laughs> uh, the dolphin's an arm, and then the bird is a head. All right. But it's a good series, or it's a good season. Um, and I'm I'm happy to listen to them talk about it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I don't know. I've done some other stuff, but I can't remember. I did watch a terrible, terrible horror movie last night um, that Netflix or whichever streaming service kept telling me about entitled Into the Grass or Into the Tall Grass, which I was kind of hoping for dinosaurs, but instead I got... <laughs> You're always hoping for dinosaurs. Right. Um, actually, you know what? Guess what it's about, Jake. Uh, Into the Tall Grass is about lions. Incorrect. I'll give you one more guess. I, into the, is it a, a Pokemon thing? No. It's much stupider than that. Uh, Were you going to guess a space rock that makes the grass talk to you? No. Because that's what it was. My next guess might have been lawnmowers. Oh, that would have been helpful. Uh, it was really bad. Um, at one point, the people who are lost in a field, that's the whole problem is they're lost in a field. That will, like, move around and you get lost in the field. So it's mostly people wandering through grass. Shots of people wandering through grass, yelling That's, for each other. Sounds exciting. Yep. And then, at one point, you see people's bodies, but instead of heads, they got grass. Yeah, you should definitely use this time to watch the Indiana Jones movies instead of this. <laughs> I've made it this far. It was it was dumb and bad, and I hated it. Um... But the little kid survives. Hooray. That's good. I was emotionally invested in him. <laughs> His name's Toby. Oh, it's a classic no, little kid name. Tobin? It was Tobin. Oh. His dad called him Toby a couple of times. That's why I got confused. <laughs> um, but it was dumb and bad. Um, we should definitely watch that for this show. Come Ugh. October. Watch some terrible horror movies. This guy, that's, that's Trucktober. <laughs> I mean, we could do both. <laughs> no, we can't. We'll still be in quarantine. We'll yeah, that's true. But yeah, that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end uh, on the Twitter. You can f- uh, email the show at popculturefailure@gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And we'll be back next week with whatever it is they're showing us. It's episode 34, uh, All Kings Small and Great or something like that. Or great oh, I and bet, Small. I, I hope bet it's... King Dad and Ki- Tiny King have an arm wrestling match for the fate of the kingdoms. I hope uh, we they both realize how horny they are and they hook up. <laughs> Just get it out of their system? Yeah. like Oh, a... I watched a pretty bad movie <laughs> oh, um, no. that had a bunch of people that I like. It had... Uh, I kept re- remembering Jason Manzukas because I love Jason Manzukas, but it was actually Jason Sudeikis. Uh, very different dudes, but their names are similar enough for me to get confused. Um, it ha- also had Nick Kroll and Lake Bell, and I love those guys. Um, it was entitled A Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Oh, I've heard of this. Uh, yeah, not great. Not as bad as I expected, but it wasn't great. Um, Nick Kroll's pretty funny in it, though. There is a scene where uh, Lake Bell is yelling at her boyfriend, and she runs away from the room they were sharing into the bathroom to yell at him, and Nick Kroll's just sitting there on the toilet. And at Nick one Kroll's- point... 
she doesn't notice him right away. And he, after the yelling is done, he's like, um, occupado? <laughs> it's like, the worst part funny. of this is, the worst part is I'm just, I'm just peeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are probably just things he made up because he's hilarious always. Probably. Um, but it was fine. I wouldn't recommend it, but it was fine. <laughs> it's all right. I got Indiana Joneses to watch. Good job. Uh, but yeah, we'll <laughs> see you guys next week. Uh, stay safe. Stay sane. Wash your and, hands. And stay frosty, everyone. Huzzah! Crazy guys have come to save our time.